Listener Production. Listening to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher. A place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. Wow. I'm still sick as a doggy dog dog. Got us good. Are you still sick, doggy dog? Yeah, I'm still a little bit crook, but I'm okay. We're back in LA. Do we sound flat? It sounds <laughs> like we had a big weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a big one. I think it's the 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 flight. I mean, obviously we were in Vegas, and that was just it's just a world. the flight was like five minutes were you gonna say I think it was no the, I just the jet lag. <laughs> no 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 I was just gonna say I think that the continuous flights that does take it out of you oh, for sure fucking I, going, I don't know how Fisher does it going to and from the airports and stuff is a bit exhausting but I mean <laughs> I also just think I'm just absolutely ruined I'm still trying to come back to life from after Coachella and then straight into Elodie and Minim week and Disneyland and then straight into Vegas and I'm like yeah. Oh my god, I need to sleep for a week. But I actually feel bad for you because you also haven't slept. You've been on the mini no, bender. But then I go and you have one day. You and Fish have. So I uh, like, well, anyway, it's a Tuesday. When you listen to this, it'll be like not the same fucking day. <laughs> but I leave tonight and then you have one day alone, you and Fish, in your house. And then your mum and sister come the next day. So I feel sorry for you. You guys don't get a break. I mean, it's I don't right. really feel sorry because I think Alison will really be helpful. No, it's all right. But. They actually, they're coming, my sister and my mum are coming and they're going to go to Aspen actually first and visit my auntie and then they're with us oh. for a few weeks. So we do, we do have a bit of time, but I'm pretty sure Paul's probably playing somewhere on the weekend, which I'd... Where are you going? I don't, I honestly... It's so crazy that this life, like, they don't even know where they're going, like, two days before and shit. Like, Fish will be like, where am I playing tomorrow? And his manager's like... Oh, we're going to Houston tomorrow. And he's like, fuck. Like, it's just so crazy. You wouldn't believe it. I'm going back to Vegas on the weekend. No, you're not. (laughs) Are you joking? I don't think I'm going, though. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to sit that one out. Um, Yeah, but that's crazy. And then he has, and then he goes to Miami, actually, straight from Vegas to Miami. And then he plays a party because the F1's on in Miami for the first time. So So you're going to miss that, both of them? Yeah, I'm going to miss that. I think I'm just going to stay back and chill because I just need a bit of bit of rest and I actually just I really am missing having a bit of routine and working out and just mm. doing normal normal things um yeah so but Vegas last weekend oh my gosh it was so cute to have Minnie Moo there Minnie loved it because our hotel room was like bloody Disneyland we're gonna tell you everything it was so cute oh but what about the plane ride over Yes, everyone thinks that Minnie, like everyone always writes to Elodie saying, oh, my goodness, how do you travel with Minnie? She always seems so good and yeah. well-behaved and she goes out for dinners and we had our first mini meltdown plane experience. It was not our first. Like I've had shockers on planes with her, obviously. Like, you know, like sometimes she's screaming, a lot of the time she's sleeping, thank God. 
But this particular plane ride, and thank God it's only an hour to Vegas. It was an hour. Yeah. Not even. Not even. She was just a a pest. And it was my fault for letting her sleep in the airport before we got on the plane because she does like sleeping in motion, like cars, planes, white noise. She just, it just Mm. puts her straight to sleep. And we let her sleep in the airport because we're probably just enjoying some mini free time (laughs) too much, (laughs) drinking our hot teas in there. And then... On the plane, she just was a pest. And we were in the front row as well, so it was like a show for everyone. I mean, yeah. I don't think they were that excited to be at that show. But nah. <laughs> she was like laughing, crying, wouldn't sit on her lap, wanted to pour out water, wanted to, didn't Aww. want to eat the food, didn't want the dummy, didn't want the toys, then wanted to look out the window, didn't want to look out. It was like the person in front of me was just... I could see her rolling her eyes, but... Yeah, she was just like, shut up, this fucking baby. And that, like, she was kind of the person that's like... Like, please don't sit me near a baby, please don't sit me near a baby, and then got sat next to, like, a fucking annoying baby. And then we got in the car to go to the hotel room and she was just an angel. Yeah, and then passed out straight away, of course. But no, um, it is so true, like what Chloe said, so many people like, she's just so happy all the time. I'm like, she's not, and I do try and be as real as I can on socials and, like, post her having meltdowns, but then also she's having a meltdown, so, like, to film her and post stuff. I feel like a bit of a shit mum when I do that. But it is our day day to day. She's always having, like, she has shockers every day. Yeah, right now she's actually upstairs having her little, her little lunchtime nap with Paul because Paul got home, I think, at one o'clock this morning from Houston. So after he, he left Vegas on Sunday, went, played this show, he was so exhausted, the poor little thing. And then got on a flight straight after the show so he could come back here and be with Minnie this morning and, yeah, Ellen Minnie fly out tonight. But when we checked into our hotel in Vegas, Paul has a residency in Vegas and he also has his residency in Ibiza. Um, The team that look after us in Vegas are just, the hospitality is next level. Like it's really actually hard to explain how how much we get looked after there. And so Paul's part of the Tau group um, in Vegas. So we were actually there because it was the Tau Beach opening, which is at the Venetian Hotel. That actually, that opened up last year, but today, or yes, or Sunday, whenever we went there, was the opening for the summer. So he'll play, oh God, I don't even know how many times, but every pretty much every second week for the whole of the summer Crazy. at one of their venues in Vegas as part of his um, Vegas residency because they've got, Hakkasan, which is at the MGM. They've got Marquee, which is at the Cosmo, which he sometimes plays there. And then he also, where's the other one? Is it all Vegas? Caesars Palace is Omnia. So they're all in Vegas, but they're all just part of the same group. So it just depends. But he's majority of the time he's playing at Tower Beach, which is the day club um, at the Venetian. But we, yeah, when we checked in, the team that look after us, his name's Pedram. Shout, shout oh, out to Pedram. He's an Pedram. absolute legend. But we checked He's in and so nice. what did he had? We, as soon as we got into the room, he had bought Minnie a, like a Minnie Mouse balloon. He must and, have been in that room before we got there for yeah. hours setting up. Like he had brought his Apple TV from home, connected it to the TV so that Minnie could watch Minnie Mouse's Playhouse or some shit. It was so cute. And then he'd gotten all of these helium balloons, like this Mickey Mouse helium balloon, sit like this massive, size. yeah, life-size Mickey Mouse thing. When you walk in, there's Mickey greeting Minnie. And then like these other mini balloons. Fisher-Price, are they fish? Is it called Fisher-Price? Fisher, What's, oh, the, yeah, the brand, brand? Yeah. with like all the kids' toys. So it was yeah, basically toys, half of Fisher-Price. Um, 
Yeah, Toys R Us sponsored the bloody hotel that week and there was just toys everywhere. And like little mini snacks and keyboards. Yeah, she was very spoiled. And then he'd ordered like um, spaghetti for her arrival, already put on a good movie for her that she would like. We just walked into the biggest trip. And then the photo frames of Fish and Minnie. Oh, my God. He'd gone to the effort to go and print out like really cute photos of Fish and Minnie. We weren't in there, obviously. The mums don't get a start. And, um, like, put these photo frames next to our beds and that was so cute. And then, actually, he'd he'd gotten, like, well, he'd got a a nice cot, like a, you know, cot, and with, like, really cute little doodas, little baby pillows and, oh, extra, like, fluffy toys and bunnies and shit from Minnie, like... She just got so looked after, it wasn't even funny. And we brought my, I brought my friends from San Diego, Anna and Chase. Shout out to Anna and Chase for coming and looking after Minnie Moo while we went to the show. And then we went and had, went and had a, well, we planned on going and having a dinner, but we ended up um, watching the bare knuckle fight, which was hectic. Our friend Luke was in it and. I find it so hard to watch that shit, especially when the girls, there was actually a chick um, in one of the prelim fights that was like a chick from Brisbane, hey? Yeah. She, did she win? I no, don't even remember. she also got knocked. Hectic. It I don't know heavy. how people do that sports gnarly. Bare knuckles like that is, yeah. that hurts. Super scary. Imagine getting punched straight in the face. Yeah, Anna came to babysit and Minnie loved Anna and that was a really cute, um, Chloe's friend came over. We went, of course, down to the Fisher Show at Tower Beach Club which was really fun. There's just like these chicks dressed up in like tribal outfits and shit, like dancing on stage with fish. It's, I think it's like a Balinese theme, but it was a bit not. But then also not conservative for Bali. I know. Like I don't, I don't know was what, a bit, what kind of traditional. There was no ceremony there. No. They were dressed up to go to a Balinese ceremony but dancing on stage. the opposite of a Balinese ceremony. Pretty hectic. And they were showing off their rigs a bit too much for a Balinese <laughs> traditional dancer. But, um. It was such it's a It's always show. so fun. Those Vegas shows are just, you just, and we were in, we were in the room quite a bit playing with Minnie with the toys and you go down, you think, just when you don't think it can get any better, you walk out to these day clubs and you're like, wow, there is so much going on in Vegas. I There's just, literally so much going on. You, you think you're excited just to be in the room and eat a bit of room service and then you're like, nah, this is, this is living Barry. And then you walk out and you're like. Oh, my God. Because Chloe's been to Vegas so many times and the hotel obviously was amazing and decked out with all Minnie's things and Minnie didn't want to leave. Minnie did not care to leave the hotel room because she was in, like, Disneyland, as I said, and Chloe's so used to Vegas. But I'm like, fuck, I want to get out there. I want to walk around. I want to go shopping. I want to see. Like, I have actually been before, but it was 10 years ago. We all went, fun fact. It was actually 10 years ago to this weekend. It was actually because this weekend, well, it's my birthday on the 12th of May and we went for my 21st 10 years ago. So, oh, my no, gosh. Because yeah. we, we were there for the 12th of May for my 21st. Yeah. And that was literally 10 years ago because I'm about to turn 31. Oh, my God. Fuck. Holy dooly. We're in the pool and shit. Crook. Oh, we were doing some gnarly shit when I was 20, when I turned 21 there. I just met Paul as well. We went with a big group of us and we thought we were fucking killing it. Yeah. Well, we were killing it. <laughs> I don't know how. We definitely didn't pay for a cabana, but we ended up in one of those pools where the yes. cabanas were and, like, got all those photos. Oh, my God, I need to find those photos. Oh, those photos were so funny because there was, like, 20 of us girls there. Like, there was a massive group of us and then some of the guys came over and stuff, like, flew over 
And we, we just went nuts over in Vegas. And I, actually, because I had a fake ID up until I turned 21, which was like when we, nearly when we were leaving Vegas. So I was going out in Vegas with this fake and it was so terrifying. Do you remember? No, I didn't. And then obviously that day that I turned 21 and we were able to like, it, it wasn't scary anymore. But oh my God, it was But so I remember, fun. like, I mean, for me to go there now, I look at people that go in the pool and, I'm, and I think, Oh my God, how can people want to go in? The, it, it's obviously so hot, so you want to get in the pool, but I'm thinking there oh must God. be um, so much piss in that pool, like disgusting, and we were those people in the pool. Fully. We oh, were, no, I 100% would have been happy to get it. I mean, like 21-year-old me was you like in pool this weekend. Pool. Not this weekend. I was frothing to be behind the stage, but it was so hot. So if I was out there... I would have been like, I'm fucking swimming. Elodie did wear a dress to the party and then five seconds later had to run up to the pool, um, run up to the to the bedroom I to wore, change into her bikini. Yeah, and I wore a dress and cowboy boots and I had said to Chloe, like, you know, don't girls just wear little bikinis and, like, obviously I'm not going to wear a little bikini and high heel but, like, a sarong and then, like, fucking, you know, a bit of a dressy bikini situation so that I can feel comfortable. And Chloe's like, no. Wear, like, a little dress. I mean, I've never worn a bikini I would never wear a bikini to that. Chloe just literally wears runners and, like, Chloe just looks good wearing fucking oh, nothing. I would be way too, feel way too, nah. What? I, Shut I, up. No, I just couldn't wear a bikini I literally can find photos of you wearing when bikinis When I was 20 years old, I'm not going to okay. right now. Well, I was wear. reliving my 20-year-old bullshit. So I went down in these cowboy boots and, a dre- like, a nice silk Beckenbridge dress and I got down there and I was like, oh, I just feel like I'm wearing fucking boots at a pool party. People are you wearing... chose to wear boots, though. No, I know. Fr- like, it looked good. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I just feel like I just want to, you know, I'm at a pool party, I want to be wearing a little bikini and sarong and, like, it felt all, like, not comfy, weirdly. Mm. And so went upstairs to the hotel room, missed my favourite song while I was up there. He played, like, his best song at the start, which killed me. Um, It's a new song and it's about to come out. It's called... Take it off. And Slow, it's so good. Steady. Undress. Fuck, it's the best song ever. Yeah. Like, it's going to blow up. It's gonna, it blows my socks off. Anyway, so I missed that, so I was like, could have cried. How's that nose? Oh, my God, my nose is just, Here's like, dripping right now. Guys, we just did, when you didn't think you could get sicker, like, we're so nasally in that last episode, I've just gotten sicker again. I don't even know how. Because although it was a massive I week, told I told you, I'm still crook from Coachella. Like, my allergies are still blowing my mind. I don't know whether I need to. Oh, fuck. I've, I've got to go home and record my audio book and they're going to be like, what is this voice? Like, they're just going to be like, no, beat it. So, yeah, that was so fun, that show. I, like, Chloe and I were having the best time. We did not want that to end. Yeah, it went and then really quick. The two hours just went so fast. And then all of a sudden we're like, well, fuck, it's 5pm in Vegas. But, like, it's so funny going straight from, like, a pool club. You're like, woo, and then straight into Miniland. When she just, she wants, she wants cuddles from every single person. Yeah, she's on fire. She's the best. She was so funny. So then... We just hung around. That's right. We watched the fight. Waited for like 10 hours for the main event to come on of the fight. And then yeah. it was over within one round, Chloe, which was a bummer. You told your friend, well, Lele, you told Lele to come over from, where's that kitchen coach or whatever the, that festival's kitchen called? Coach. Couch coach. Stage coach. Stage coach. <laughs> kitchen coach. Kitchen queen. <laughs> That is a good one. Kitchen coach. Kitchen coach. <laughs> the randomest 
<laughs> yeah, random, random name would be kitchen coach. Stage coach is all right. Okay, so stage coach is like a country festival, right? Yeah, where Coachella is the weekend after Coachella, but oh, our friend Lele came all the way back to see the poor show and our, fr- we had a, our friend had another opening for like a bar um, at the Aria Hotel, but, yeah, he, he flew in from stagecoach and I told him that the fight started at 6 o'clock, which I was told it started at 6 o'clock, so we're all sitting around with popcorn waiting for this fight. Oh, it didn't start dear. till like, 8.30. Anyway. So Lele had rushed all the way there, but anyways, we um, watched the fight. Oh, my goodness. So then after we were going to go to the opening of this bar and it was about 9 o'clock because I remember we were leaving and I was, and I was thinking, I really want to watch this show. But if we go to this this opening thing to show face, which we what we were meant to, we would have missed the show. And we were in a car literally on our way there. And I'm like, nah, pull the car over. I'm in Vegas with you for one night. Let's go and see this show. I can always go to this other thing after. And so we went and watched this show called Is it Atomic? Atomic, yeah. Atomic. And it's, and like- it's like a Spiegel tent vibe. And it's like it's it was pretty funny. It's kind of like cowboy. Like the south, south, west, west, burlesque, like rude. not burlesque, but like raunchy, rude and funny. raunchy. And it was because oh, I've seen the one that was a bit um, of a lull. the one that's outside Caesar's Palace and it's called Absinthe. And if you're going to Vegas, I would highly recommend Absinthe. It's just so hilarious. And everyone was saying, if you, um, if you like this, you should see the new Atomic one, but it wasn't as good. So. It was a funny, it was a bit of a funny lull to go see and like have a drink and watch though. Like it yeah. was good. I'm glad that we did it though. So we did that with Louis. Yeah. On his birthday. Happy birthday, Louis. Yeah, Louis. Happy birthday. So it's us listen. three. Um, and then, yeah, so Paul actually had to play another show that night from I think two to till four or something. Jesus. Two till four. Oh, no, one till three. I don't know. Whatever I sat time that it was. one out. So after Atomic, we've then whipped back to the room again. Minnie had woken up. This was like 11 or 12 or something. Minnie oh, had woken yeah. up the poor muffin and she, Fish had missed, Fish obviously in between both of his shows wanted to just sleep and relax. So he was sleeping, he was cuddling Minnie and sleeping with Minnie and then by the time we got back to the show he was like, ready, we've got to go to the show, like his, his show. And then the babysitters came and Minnie was mucking around and actually she was feeling sick that's right and she like did a little vomit and was coughing a fair bit so I was like you know what guys I'm not coming to Fisher's show I'm gonna hang with Minnie and send the babysitters home so I was like gotta be a good mummy and not go to the show and I was obviously devoted to miss Fisher's show but really happy that I stayed because I'm freaking tired I feel like I did go to the show yeah and I'm the tired. blockout blinds in Vegas are a trick because they're like fucking block out, not even one dot of lights getting in. And Minnie doesn't know what time it is. So she slept until 10 a.m., which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like we were back in Ibiza. Do you remember her sleep routine was like 10 p.m. bed, 10 a.m. wake up? It was so good. That That's what that's what we were it's doing in Vegas. Key, key take-ins, blackout blinds. Yeah, love that. And then, yeah, did, did a bit of shopping and wandering around the Venetian and stuff, took Minnie to um, pa- um, Paris, Italy for a day, to Venice for a day at the Venetian, which was fun. She loved it there. Went out for brekkie with her there. Holy dooly, you buy like one meal in Vegas and like one coffee and it ends up being like 80 Australian dollars. I know. It's like the most expensive place in the world. 
but the best place ever as well. So fun, just so fun. Your eyes are just like, whoa, like you're I just know. like. You get there and you just don't want to leave. You really don't. You we tried. We there. were just trying to work out ways on how we could stay, but we ended up, yeah. we really just had to get back. All of that shit that we just talked about went down in like 24 hours. Literally. <laughs> yeah, we were going to extend another day. That's right. We were going to extend another day and the fish wanted to extend my trip here in like another day so I don't go back to, to uh, Brisbane, to Australia for an extra day, but... Oh, I just realistically have so much to do and I have to actually get home, which sucks. I'm wondering I why we're home. tired. Yeah. It's been a bit on. It's just been, it's been how much we, can we jam pack into one week's worth Literally. of time. It's What's crazy. wrong with us? Why do we never just get together and chill? We're always just go, 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 but we don't want it to, we don't actually do, we don't try to do that. It just is. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I've had the best time ever with you guys all week, but there's been, there's definitely been moments where we've both said far out, it'd be good if we could just sit and just be like, oh, we don't have anything to do right now. But yeah, it's let's been, sit and watch a movie and fucking I think we're just accidentally been, fall asleep. We've been wigging out that we're not going to see each other for a while, so we're just trying to have every single little bit of time that we possibly can together while we can. Um, it's sad. I'm going to miss you. I'm really sad. I am so not ready to go. I know. I also have plane. Like I'm feeling like <laughs> I hate always saying I'm tired, but I feel like I don't really usually ever care about planes and shit. Like, you know, taking Minnie on the plane. People are like, do you get, like, massive anxiety taking a baby on the plane? And usually I'm like, we've just got to do it. And if I'm more relaxed, she'll be more relaxed kind of thing. But today I'm feeling a bit like, oh, my God, I really hope we both just sleep this entire plane trip because we get on at 10 p.m. and then we land at 6 a.m. Australia time. Are you flying into Brisbane or yeah, Sydney? Yeah, Brisbane. Okay. And I'm just like... Who's picking you up? Uh, um, good question. I should see if mum can come with me. <laughs> I don't want to do It's pretty far. I should get, just get, get a, like an Uber or something. Sure, someone will come pick you up. It's pretty far from the Gold Coast. That's three-hour round trip. That's half your day gone. I wouldn't ask friends to just do that shit. Oh, yeah, Chloe made us spend a fair bit of time at Starbucks when we were in Vegas. I just remembered that, actually. We waited for a, an hour. And she queue. bought Minnie a little mug from yeah. Starbucks that Minnie said loves Vegas it. on it. Where is it? Did you leave it there? Did you, you left leave it there? It there? No, you I left didn't. It there. I told you I was never bringing it home. Why? It was a gift. It's a fucking souvenir from Starbucks. <laughs> That's like buying something from Macca's. That's like bringing home a fucking I'm McDonald's souvenir. Offended. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's not. Dolls. It says Las Vegas on it. Get me a Las Vegas fucking. Mug from not from Starbucks though. It's like a thing that people collect, you know. That's a thing that people like Chloe Chapman collect. I'm fucking baffled. <laughs> Did you really leave it? I didn't leave it. You left it. It was yours. You gave it to Minnie. I said, I'm not bringing this mug home. Like, I physically have no room, but I'm also you not bringing it. a Starbucks mug home. You fully hid it, so I didn't I, hide I it. I promise you, I didn't hide it. Minnie probably chucked it out because she realised it was shit. No. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. Wow. Did you really want it? It was like. I was going to like, it would have been so cute for her to have at home and be like, I went to Vegas when I was one and a half and this is what I got. It's so cute. Oh, we're actually going to print heaps of photos out for an album. It'll be better than a Starbucks mug. Photos of her in Vegas with fish and us would be that ripping. Yeah, she's going to love just holding a photo. Yeah, yeah, she'll love that better than drinking in hot tea out of a mug. I can't with you, hey. I can't with you, hey. No, but um, 
Yeah, there's heaps of fun things that I wanted to bring home from Vegas that would have definitely come in the suitcase way before the mug got to start. I brought them all home in the suitcase. No, we left shit there. Like no, some we of didn't. the toys and stuff. I brought stuff. every single toy home. It's on my couch. Oh, I can't upstairs. believe you left your own mug there, bro. I Someone hid it because I would have brought it. I definitely wouldn't have left the mug there. Oh, I mean, he's hiding shit presents. Maybe it is somewhere. Are you sure? I promise you it's not in my suitcase. It wouldn't get in there. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I also just, do you remember when you saw those epic Gucci shoes on that chick at the, um, at the show, at Fisher's show? Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, lo- just ask her what size they are. Buy them off her because they're impossible to find. Oh, I've wanted them for so, so long. They're these, like, um, Gucci wedges. And you can buy them at the shops at the moment with just, like, the flat wedge. But these ones are actually proper wedge shoes. And Elodie jokingly was like ask her what size buy I'm like I would never sell anything off my feet like and they, they just actually happened to be my size like what are the chances I said where did you get them from because I've really I've wanted them for so long and she's like I got them a few years ago they're like a few seasons ago and I was like wow that sucks and then that other girl wearing that and this other dress. girl had this really pretty dress on but I'm that, like, what but, do people think? Oh, you think I'm going to go and ask someone to buy something off their own back? I, there's no way I would in the world would ever do that. Who the fuck would do that? No, the people do it. That blows my mind. Yeah, but my dad has this really nice old yellow, like, um, nice material shirt and he, someone bought it off him at the Collaroy Services Club one night. He was wearing it out and it's just a nice random, like, I think it was just the colour and someone was like, oh, my God, man, he's like, you know, he's like 65 or something. This was a few years ago when he was alive and someone's like, oh, that shirt's amazing. Like, you know, and dad's like, what? It's just a shirt. Like, do you want it or something? I think they either end up swapping shirts and dad wears home like this piece of shit shirt, this guy's shirt, or he actually bought it off him for like 50 bucks or something like that. I've never. If you want something that bad, dolls, you can get it. Wow. I still want those (laughs) shoes though, but I've got to find them. (laughs) You want a new pair. Well, actually, potentially we could just go over a few travel things that we do with Minnie because I get asked all the time about, like, how do I travel with Minnie? What do I bring for her? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I've gotten super more relaxed with it since doing, like, Europe with Minnie. But um, basically I think a good travel prem's number one. I now use the Bugaboo Butterfly just because it folds up really flat and it actually comes on the plane with me. It's a good size. It's definitely it's definitely good with how portable it is, but it's not my favourite when because it, it doesn't lay down all the way, yeah. which sucks. It's when true. Baby wants if she wants to nap on the go, like walk around the shops and wants to nap, it doesn't lay down that flat. But she does sleep in it even though it doesn't go that flat. Like yeah. she has really comfy sleeps in it. Yeah. I like it because it um, folds up as small as can be, so it can always come onto the plane. And lots of mums stress about like, that, having a pram that goes onto the, like, what do you call that? Cabin luggage? Overhead. Overhead. Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Kitchen coach. Um, (laughs) Kitchen coach luggage. So, but lots of mums just bring their normal prams. You can take them all the way. Most airlines will let you take them all the way to the plane and then you take your baby off, you fold that pram up and then the the, you know, the plane people take the prams like at the door of the plane and they put it under the plane. So I also don't think that's a bad idea too. So lots of mums really stress about that though and they're always like, what's that pram? Can that go on the da-da-da-da? But yeah, at home I just have the upper baby vista, which I really like too. It's like a bus and it's just really good for walking everywhere. Um, and people also, the other thing is they also ask me about porter cots and they're like, 
do you travel with one? Our friends were at one to Bali, actually. I know. I've never heard that before, heard uh, of that. Yeah. It's like bringing a surfboard or something. I guess it is. I always was just like, wow, I'm trying to minimise shit. Like pram's like an essential thing for me. I just, every hotel I've ever been at, they have a cot for me. And like, actually, there probably has been times where they haven't. And I'm just like, cool, you're sleeping in my bed tonight with me. Then that's just what's happening. And she loves that. Yeah. Some people are like, it's a rank cot. I'm like, honestly, we do not care. If it's clean, we're stoked. Yeah. But no, at like your house here, you have a cot for her, so that's really nice. And she like, won't be able to use next time she comes because it's the size of my hand. Yes, yeah, it's, a small it's cot. so weird because I ordered it online and it seriously is the tiniest cot ever. But then when I went back online to see if I could return it to get a different one, they're all that size. So I'm just really confused why it's so small. It's like for a newborn, but that's fine. We'll be able to keep it. For our baby one day when we travel and not bring a, we're not going to be traveling with a portable cot, but it will get used at some point, I'd imagine. Yeah. Again. And then Chloe and Fish also bought like a car seat for their car. So that's, that was really lucky for Minnie too. She got a bike seat. Yeah, bike seat in both countries now, actually, Australia and America. She loves it. And a car seat at your house and a cot at your house in both countries. Holy dooly, she's a lucky. I think she's grown, she's nearly grown out of the portable cot situation. I think an essential thing for portable cots is to actually get a little mattress to go in it. Not a big full-size mattress, but most of the portable cot mattresses, the one that we have in Australia, it's literally like a piece of cardboard and I don't feel like she sleeps as well when she sleeps on that because it's so flimsy. It's like sleeping on the floor. So here in LA, I bought like a little portable cot mattress. So it's just a bit thicker than the thing that it comes with. And I think that that made a big of a difference with her. Sleeping. A hundred percent. Cute little tot. Cute little tot. It actually kills me that she's potentially going to be in a bed soon. What what age should they go into beds? You're asking the wrong girl. She falls off beds all the time and stuff, so probably going to prolong that. Yeah. She needs to be caged. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But. No, food, people like, do you bring food for her on the plane? Do you bring food away? Like I know heaps of mums pack, like cook and pack food and stuff for like their trip. No, I I just try and keep things super easy because it's literally always just just me and Minnie on the planes and and like I'm not going to be. She's pretty good. She eats most food. Sometimes she, she goes through phases where she just doesn't want to eat but then when she wants to eat, she lets you Sometimes know. Sometimes she goes on strike, 40-hour famine. She's pretty good, though, with every, most stuff. We've been, this trip, been bringing her out for dinners and unfortunately, you know, we just, you just have to make it work because we, like I said, we don't really have many babysitters on hand here in LA. So we've just been bringing her and she's been pretty good. Like, But even if we do have babysitters, Fish doesn't really allow us to call them up. Like, yeah. I don't know if we, actually, I think we forgot to tell you guys when we were in Bali, we'd have like, you know, because I'm like, I'm using these babysitters. They they love Minnie. Minnie loves them. This is what's happening. I want a holiday. And the nanny gets there and Fish is like, hello, no. Oh, no, we're okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. And he's like, yeah, just send her home. I'm like, where the hell's the nanny? He's like, no, seriously, we don't need a nanny. I'm with Minnie today. And I'm like, fucking hell. But then obviously he he loves to be with Minnie. But then yeah. like he forgets that he actually does have shit to do. So he's like, I just got to do a few things on my computer. I'm like, well, I'm fucking going out to have a massage, bro. So you sent the nanny home. <laughs> I know. He's a crazy boy. We, we're always like, let's go out for dinner tonight. We'll get a nanny. And he's like, Minnie's coming to dinner. And I'm like, okay, well, sometimes it's not ideal to have a toddler at dinner, but you can deal with that. She's for sure getting to the age now where she's not quite loving going out for dinner, but she has been good, but she's definitely 
you know, she doesn't really want to lay down and go to sleep if you want her to go to yeah. sleep or she doesn't really want to sit up and eat when she's meant. She's just a yeah. bit like got a bit of ants in her pants. Yeah. Which but, is obviously understandable. She's a one and a half year yes. old. Yes. And sometimes I'm that. like, is it is it bad that we're bringing her out for dinner? But when we're overseas, like, you know, is it selfish kind of thing? That's what I mean. But when we're overseas, she's I don't go into crazy like routine vibe where I'm trying to get us into strict routine because what, me and Minnie both thrive on the leniency of just like going like going with the flow and I'm lucky she does sleep wherever. She's always asleep in the car. She went, She kind of does sleep if we're walking around the streets in a pram. Like she gets a lot of sleep in so I'm not worried about the routine. And then often when we're on holidays, it always happens to be that she's not sleeping until like 9 or 10 anyway, weirdly, because at home she's in bed at 6 p.m. Um, so she, she's actually been pretty good at every dinner we've had lately. Like, yeah, she's been an angel. Yeah. And it's because she just loves fish and he has so much patience and puts up with her and then, you know, when we I need to we get just, the screen out and she watches Moana at dinner and, it's, and, like, keeps her happy. I think he just loves it because he doesn't have to talk to anyone else. He's like, yeah, I've got the baby. Yeah. And he just loves that excuse to just not have to socialise. He just socialises with a chick who's one that can't speak. But <laughs> um, lots of, oh, that's right. I got a comment being like, this chick's always watching TV. I'm like, Trust me, we're never at home. We're never watching TV. This chick is, I feel sorry for her. She probably should watch more. <laughs> like, no, I was always one of those people before I had a baby that was like, I'm not going to let my kid, you know, watch TV and da-da-da. And now I'm like, if it, if she's settling watching it and I'm at a dinner or I'm out and it's relaxing her and it's relaxing me and it's fucking the cutest show like Moana or she's watching her uncle on stage, that's sick. She can watch the screen every now and again, like, hey, what was I thinking? I was trying to make life hard for myself. <laughs> no screens, gosh. All right, Chloe, so you need to catch everyone up on your surgery, sis. Yeah, so when I got to LA, um, I feel like I talked about it, but I realised I only spoke about it on my stories. Um, my Doctor over here, my IVF doctor wanted me to go and see a doctor in San Francisco. His name was Dr. Najat um, and he specialises in endometriosis and like women's surgery sort of thing because she was under the impression that I had a thing called Asherman syndrome, which is like scar tissue in your uterus. And that's something that you can either be born with or it can be as a result of multiple DNCs and miscarriages. So they go in and they scrape your uterus or they suction um, your uterus and it leaves scar tissue and pretty much the way that my uterus has responded to all of the ones that I've had in response to the trauma is to just build scar tissue. So because I've had four miscarriages, four times my uterus has been tampered with and it's just like to protect itself, it's just been growing and growing and growing all this scar tissue. So the doctor in San Francisco basically said that um, it was some of the worst he's seen. It ended up actually being a four-hour surgery. So it was a laparoscopy, a hysteroscopy, and they basically went in and took like the whole lining of my uterus out, scraped it all out. He said there was only just a tiny bit of my uterus wall that was visible without the scar tissues. So he was saying that I'm falling pregnant, yes, and it's it's attaching to that one little bit of wall that it could could attach to. And the baby's growing, but it gets to a certain point where the baby can't grow any further or grow any bigger because there's only limited blood supply because there's so much scar tissue surrounding it. So that's why, I mean, it's not 
100% confirm that that's why I've been having miscarriages, but it's a very high chance that that could be the reason why. So I'm stoked that I sort of have answers. Now um, it would make sense because everything else has come back completely normal or my bloods are normal apart from having the MTHFR gene everything else is normal. So to find this, I feel like we've really, you know, kicking goals right now. So post-surgery, I I flew straight in from uh, Sydney to LA and flew straight to San Francisco the following day. Paul was actually away at the time. So I brought my friend Talara. She came and looked after me because I knew that I would be in quite a lot of pain after the surgery. Um, They put a balloon inside my uterus um, after they scraped everything out, which I had to have in for a week. And they also put an IUD in, which is really confusing because obviously I'm um, trying to fall pregnant, not trying to use contraception, which that's what an IUD is. But apparently the reason why they put the IUD in is because whatever it releases, it helps. It was helping heal my uterus. So... The balloon came out a week later. That was so uncomfortable. I stayed in San Francisco for, I think, two nights and I eventually went, I came back to LA um, and then Paul had Miami Music Week around that time. So I ended up calling in my mum and my mum came up. And That's right. I forgot Al came over for like a week. Crazy. Shout out to mum. That was so nice. She basically got on a flight the next day, which was so lovely. And it was really nice to have her here because she has not been to our place here in LA. Yeah. So she definitely helped me so much. She pretty much cooked me breakfast, lunch and dinner, waited on me. I mean, I was pretty immobile. Like I couldn't really do much, especially while the balloon was in. I I had tubes pretty much hanging out of me that kept on like falling out and I had to keep on pushing them back up. It was just really awful and really uncomfortable. But like I said, once the balloon came out, I was much more comfortable. I kind of, I think I bled for another two weeks and then I, I got my period back exactly a month to the day of the surgery, which was, I think, really painful. The, the day before I got my period, it was like really bad period mm. cramping, which was weird because I've never really, never had period pain before. So I take my hat off to women who get period pain because that was just awful and it makes me breaks my heart to think that people actually go through that every single month. And, yeah. Which is, it was and, they, just and that's their shit. normal as well. So shit. And then crazy. the bleed was insane. Heavy. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my goodness. It was so heavy. It was just coming out. I know it's like way too much information, but no. women who have probably gone through this as well would, would know what I mean. But I don't know whether my body's just saying, oh, my God, thank you so much for clearing out this scar tissue. I yeah. can actually properly have a proper period and proper. So, Wow. It's like crazy that it's been almost three years of no answers, no answers, no answers, and finally there's like this glimmer where you're like, well, you've, I mean, you, you've kind of got an answer now-ish as to yeah. why so many embryos were going in and you were falling pregnant but there was just like literally no blood supply in there, right? Yeah. So it was I'm never going to work. It definitely makes me sad to think that I was potentially wasting good embryos. Um, but I've got two embryos in the States here and I have, I think I've got three embryos in Australia. So I've got five left. I'm actually going in soon to have my the IUD taken out, which is, I'm stoked, can't wait for that. Yeah, I had to actually take estrogen tablets morning and night for five weeks after the surgery and then I had to take progesterone tablets for five days once I finished those. So I finished all that now. 
And yeah, so I'm going to see my doctor in the next few weeks and make a plan on when we can do the transfer. So I'm really excited about that. Bloody hope. I feel so positive about this now. I feel really, really, really positive about it, but I'm also like a bit nervous, you know, and just feel like I've had so much, yeah, so many losses that I just, it, it's hard to imagine putting everything in. No. Like I know I, I know I'll have a baby one day, but it's just really hard to um, actually imagine it happening and working. Yeah, and then to like, I just feel not... like there's a lot riding on this right now. I just feel like I've done all of this, and and now I just really expect this to be it. It. So. And before, when you said you've got five embryos left, you've got two here and you've got three back home. Are you kind of feeling like? You know, are you because it sounded a bit final? Are you kind of feeling like I'm going to go at it with these five embryos, see what's happened? What like it sounds like you don't want to do another round of no. collecting eggs and stuff again. Yeah, I think I'm done with that. I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I, I have it in me to do an eighth round of IV, like an yeah. eighth round, an eighth round. I think I'm just really ready to give my body a break. Fucking and oath. I, I'm just not going to keep going with that. I, yeah. I hope you know. I'm hoping that these within these five, one of them is going to work. Yeah. It is. It's got to. It, it is. And I think I've. It's your turn. I'm, I'm here in the states now for a bit, back and forth. So I'll probably just stick to it here while I can, and just stick with the doctor that I've got here. And then, you know, if I then get through the, these two that I have here, then I'll obviously go back to the drawing board and go back to Oz and continue there. But I just. I'm, I'm excited to have this clean slate. I think it's exciting, yeah. Clean slate and new doctors. Like I think I think especially with everything people do, but especially medical, it's like fresh eyes is yeah. important, mixing it up. Like, yeah, they all do different techniques and stuff. I'm, oh, God, I just have everything crossed. Yeah. What else has been happening? Preen. Can we talk about your preen curl? Oh have God, you yes. talked about that? No, I don't think we have. So you, most of you would have obviously seen um, I did a collaboration with the brand Preen and we so designed good. these little bags. We had like a, a little mini one which is called the mini crossbody and then a traveller tote and it was the first collaboration I've ever done with a brand where it had my name on the swing tags and stuff. It was so pretty sick. surreal. It was crazy. We've been working on it for over a year and, yeah, it launched in March and it sold, pretty much sold out. In a second. In, I think, in the first 24 hours we sold a bag every five seconds. Isn't oh that crazy? Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. bonkers. So I think there's only, there's a few that's more crazy. of the cobalt blue ones left, which I love. I've, I mean, I wore them the whole time in um, Coachella because I think it goes really, it's a good, like, party party bag. Yeah. I mean, the, I love the, the, I blue. Mean, the bags are amazing just in general. That size, the mini one is it's so good for travel. I mean, I went yeah. through the whole of Europe with it. It's so good for airports because it fits your passport, your phone, your wallet, yeah. your sunglasses. Like it's so small, but it fits so much. But I personally loved the blue for Coachella because it obviously goes with black, goes with white, goes with colour. It has that pop. It's a bit of a pop, adds to the outfit. But the, we're doing a, a restock of the the black and the white ones soon, which will be delivered in the next month or so I believe so if you want one you can head online I think you can actually get you can, well no you can get them in store and David Jones I know you can get them on the iconic um but I'm pretty sure they all sold out as well which is just crazy wow my mind, my mind was blown when that was happening it was really can they do like um make more I think we're going to start working on potentially another one another yeah camp. maybe like a 2.0 version oh sick yeah it was really exciting oh because I 
That's I've, I've had a similar experience, not on this level, but when I had my swimwear label, when you'd launch new collections and you'd watch all the numbers and you'd watch like bags selling or like swimwear selling and which is most popular and which it's so exciting when you have those launches and I hadn't had it wow. for a while. And so when that happened, it was just, you know, it was a bit, it was very rewarding feeling to see something that you've worked so hard on just hey. People just eating it up. Eat it up. We were actually at Disneyland. When we were at Disneyland, this girl came up to us and she's like, oh, my God, Elodie and Chloe, darling, shine, look, I have a preen bag. And she had had a blue blue preen bag. It was so cool. It it just blows my mind. I know. It was just in, just like randomly at Disneyland and someone had a preen, like your preen bag. And we bumped into her. Really, really cool. But I'll um, I'll leave leave a link in the show notes anyway if you guys are interested in getting yourself one because they're bloody epic. The big bags are very good baby bag as well. Yeah. I did design because I I, I didn't want to – Oh, I'm clearly not going to do a baby bag, obviously, right now. Well, but I, I did this bag because I wanted something that I could travel with that I could put on top of my my wheelie bag when I'm at the airports. It's got drink water holders. It's got like a little clip where you can clip your keys on so you don't lose your keys throughout the bag. Yeah, there's like a slip for your laptop. There's heaps of other pockets. There's a pocket at the front that you just literally can fit your passport in perfectly yeah, as well if you're at the airport. But like you said, it can double as a baby bag because it's got the two drink holders you can put bottles in. So it's definitely an all-rounder bag. And the best thing about it is you can chuck them in the wash. Yeah, fully. Then so they're good. neoprene, like that wetsuit material. They're so handy. I lent my friend Lauren who came to Coachella with us my beige one and it was basically black by the time she gave it back and I just whacked it in the wash with some Clean. just normal washing detergent, doesn't need nappy sand, doesn't so need bleach, good. anything like that, and it's come out good as new. So good. It's so good. Anyway, love my little preen bag collab. So, so proud of you. That's the best. And then we've got the Nat V one coming out together. Nat V collab coming out. What the hell? I was so excited. I can't wait to see those photos. It does oh my blow God. my mind that we actually look. We we are getting shit done. We underestimate. We're getting so much bit. shit done, and I I like stuff we can't say, but there's so much as well coming, and I'm like, whoa, it's the biggest year ever. And we're I'm restocking. We're restocking um our merch tees. We've got a new yep. tee coming. We've actually got some really exciting merch things coming out. Yeah, we do. The, the that black tee, by the way, you guys love that. That just fucking sold out in seconds. So we're getting more of them coming. And a new colorway of the purple one yeah, with the, the darling shine ones. around the neck. Yes, and that's real. Oh, that would have been a sick one to shoot without Nat V. Oh, orange. similar colour. Yeah. But, yeah, so we've got a lot of things in the pipeline for you guys. Very, very exciting. Yeah. Oh, you were going to talk, I think you wanted to do an update on your skin. Oh, yes. You I remember? can't do an update on my skin because it's fucking atrocious. Yeah, so when I was in Bali, I was having this crazy breakout around my chin and my nose and all this area and I always I just assume that it was from the miscarriage because I was going through a miscarriage at the same at that time and IVF and the hormones and I just thought it was hormonal because it was around my mouth area and then when I got and I was trying everything when I was in Bali but I knew I needed this one cream I've had it before it's by Veen and it's called I know how to spell it's it I can't pronounce it though Sicalfate Plus Cream that's not how you pronounce it. And it's it. so good. I've been using it in my dermatitis and, like, it goes away to a certain level. Um, but anyway, sorry, I, I, when I was in Bali, I was just putting heaps of products on them, trying to keep my face as clean as possible but also just putting product on there to try and help it. But then when I got home, I only had a few days before I left for LA and I went and saw the girls at Skin Forum on the Gold Coast where I get all my facials from and they um, straight away, she said, 
oh, that's perioral dermatitis. You need to use no products at all. You need a skin restorative repair cream. And that's when I was like, oh my God, I need to go get that cream. She gave me like a really nice hydrating facial and then gave like, I bought this oil sort of cleanser, which is so weird because I would never imagine using oil, an oil cleanser on my face. I always feel like my face is already so oily, but I've just used the whole bottle of it in just the last month. And I just have been using that. And then this, um, that cream from Avene. I posted it on my Instagram the other day. So if you want to, if you want to look at it, go to my Instagram and there's a post about it. But I've always used products from Esme and, and Mamo, and I still love all those products, but I've just cut back on everything since I had this dermatitis. But now my skin is just loving it's what I've really been good, doing. Hey? I've, I've still only been using this cream. It's like a thick, zinky cream. And again, I would never imagine my skin would love it as much as it does. But And it feels so weird when you put it on because it is really Do you put it thick. all over? Yeah, all over oh, my face. I've only been putting it here. Yeah, I mean, you can spot treat it. But when it was really bad, I was putting it on as a couple of times a day. But now I just put it on it morning and night. And I also bought one of those Omnilux LED lights for yeah. your face. Um, I'm getting And I have been using that pretty much as every night when I get into bed, it's like 10 minutes, you just put it on. And um, yeah. I do think that that's helped a lot as well. I, I didn't use it that much when I was at Coachella. Um, and I noticed that my face did break out a little bit when I wasn't using it. So I'll probably continue to continue to use that because, yeah, I don't know, my skin definitely goes in waves, but it's, it's going through. We're, we're on a good one at the moment. Your skin's so looking really amazing. Stoked. So good. I reckon it's all, I reckon it's that light for sure. You reckon? Yeah, I'm going to get onto it. Yeah, so that's good. And maybe it probably is a, it makes a big difference that I'm not on all the hormone injections because I've essentially been on IVF hormones for three years. Yeah. And yeah, so I haven't been doing that, but I'm really excited that I don't have to do those needles anymore. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, fuck. I'm so glad you don't have to either. That's heavy. Um, but you're going home today. Absolutely devastated. devastated. And you've got the gala next weekend. Yes. Are you prepared for this? Not prepared at all for the chunky gala. What are we gala. wearing? I've no idea what I'm wearing. I've actually got my friend who's a stylist who styled me last year working on it again this year. So <laughs> I fly in on Wednesday morning. Oh, everyone's going to get this a week later. That sucks. But basically I fly in on a Wednesday morning. Laura's going to be at my house, our, our best friend Laura. And Stacey's styling us both and our other friend Karina actually. So we're going to, this is like two nights before the gala, just going to choose our outfits and they'll be right. you got to write your speech again. She'll be right. And then I'm just going to wing it with a speech. I'm not very good when I write speeches. <clears throat> I just got to go wing it because like it's going to be just, the emotions will be flying on the night. Apparently there's like 650 people coming. Wow. Which is even like way bigger than last year. There was 400 last year. And um, it'll just be overwhelming and I just feel like if I try and write a sp- oh, I'm not very good at reading and I'll just be like, but Whereas if I stand up and I just take in the crowd and just be like, holy moly, this is just amazing. Mm. Thank you. And but, but I will find another snippet, something that I f- can find around the house or on Chumpy's laptop of some words that he's written to add that Chumpy element to the speech. I'll do that again because that was really cute last time. A bunch of friends are flying up from Sydney for the gala. We've got this massive penthouse room at the Langham. It's going to be so fun. I honestly cannot oh wait. Chris and Sal Chump's parents are coming up and Chump's Auntie Jan. And then they'll stay for a few days after, hanging out with Minnie Moo. Like when I fly home, it's a big fucking week. The gala, the in-laws, 
the audio book, like I still have to go and record the audio book next week. Um, it's just like going to be yeah, what's crazy. what's on after that? Minnie's going back to kindy, thank God. She bloody chipped her tooth at kindy before we came over, which was gnarly. I know, that's sad. The She's got like thing. one little rogue chomper like just chopped in half like on her front tooth, so I'm a bit cut about that. The dentist said they can't, well, she wouldn't sit still for a second, so they can't do anything about it. So she's going to have a little rotten toothy peg. It's not rotten. It's just chipped. It's just like chipped in half, but whatever. You can't really see it that much. You can't, thank God. And mum's just like, oh, well, who cares? They're just her baby teeth. She'll get new teeth soon. And I'm like, soon? When she's fucking six or seven, like, are you high? That's not soon. No, that's not not soon. Like, that's gnarly. That's so long away. But anyway, she's whatever. She's just learned to say cheese. She goes, cheese. And she's she actually says, saying words now. And she said, you say, say fish as you say, she says, ish. Like, and, no um, F. And because we love trash truck, you say truck. She goes, uck, uck, uck. <laughs> Why can't they say like T's and F's? And, oh, and she says, when you say, say Coco, like Chloe, Coco, Auntie Coco, she says, go, go. Go, go, Auntie, go, go. <laughs> but she says mum a lot now. It's not even that cute anymore. She would say mama before and now it's mum, mum. Mummy, mummy. Oh, my God, how annoying is my voice when I do that? Don't no, ever do that again, No, mine's way worse. But, yeah, she doesn't <laughs> do it that cute anymore. It's more like a, like I'm in trouble. Well, anyway, mini moo and fish. Fish. Why the I'm, hell I'm just calling so, fish? I'm so used to hearing you say fish. No, call him fish. Not. Minimo and Paul are upstairs having their day nap. They've actually been asleep for a bit now, which is pretty nice. This is his last nap with us, so let's give them all the he time. He didn't get home till two, world. so he's exhausted. But this um, goodbye is going to be fucked. I feel like it's going to be sadder think, than the barley one. I can't be. Around. He was already saying to me earlier, he's like, "We're going to have to bring him into the airport," and I was like, "Yeah, of course we'll bring him in." We're about to just go and have our little last lunch That'd at Malibu. That'd be nice because i got a fair bit of luggage and shit. Yeah, no, we'll be coming in. Don't you worry about that. I don't even know how I'm going to say goodbye I was the thinking gate. this morning, those fuckers better be dropping me there. Otherwise, I'm just scared. Well, Uber. obviously, but then you're at home, you're like, oh, yeah, I won't make anyone pick me up. But you're like, those fuckers, I will <laughs> always pick you up from the airport or drop you off. Even if we were at home, whether it was an hour, that's what you do for friends. Yeah, no, I Fuck. do. Fuck. I do. You would I do it for me. I always pick exactly. people up, but I feel what are you bad going asking, on about? Me, asking people to pick me up if it's an hour and a half away do you know what I mean ask my mum but like everyone will be right like you do shit for people all the time so just I love driving yeah exactly there you go anyway I can't wait to see Rumbledore oh yeah I forgot about Rummy Hannah's my friend Hannah's been looking after her bless that's going to be a reunion if I've ever seen one. Can't wait it's to see It's only been it. a week, but it feels like it's been a month. Oh, it does feel hell? like it's been a but really also, long time. I'm not ready time. to leave. So, everybody, this is going to be the last time Elodie and I are together for months, which yeah. is so sad. That's why even though we're really cooked right now and tired, we just thought we, we better do our last episode together for ages. I'm so sad. Yeah. Minute of silence. <sighs> I'm going to cry. cry. I'm so sad about tonight's goodbye. Like, I feel like Fisher and Minnie are gonna, Minnie's going to be, she could be really upset on the plane and I could be dealing with a full, like, terror. Don't say it. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all for now. We need to go and okay. spend some time together. Let's check out. We need family time. Noonie time. Okay. Good bye, night, guys. everyone. <laughs>